Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Yes, welcome to the program. It is grand final day. Can you believe it? It is a spectacular day in the Harbour City. Maybe a little hot for Rugby League. Nevertheless, there'll be three games of Rugby League on today. It is a special edition of Crunch Time, and we can't wait to get into it. Thanks for joining us. You want to be a part of it, you can. one 300 01-1170. Get us on the text line as well. 0457-736-736. The regulars are in at the moment. I'm talking about Justin Horro. Uh, and, of course, he is a grand finalist from 2013. Also in Olympian, world champion, SEN hole filler. Wow, that sounds a little <laughs> over the top. Don't know where we're going with that, James Magnuson. How are we, boys? <laughs> Big accusations. Hey, this turned, in, this turned into our regular team this season. It did. It's been a blast. I've really enjoyed this show. Um, one of my favourite shows. It's, it's How many my, shows do you have and where three. are we actually? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, it's got, been, it's that's been a lot of fun. what I say to my children. You're it's in my top three. It's been a lot of fun this, uh, this season as we've set it, settled into a little bit of regularity with the crew. Um, had a lot of great feedback on this show as well. Um, the listeners seem to enjoy it too, Jimmy. What I tend to find is that everyone brings something different, right? Mm. Still trying to work out what Tom brings, but we'll get <laughs> <Yeah>. to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. How are you, Tommy? You with us too? I'm good. I'm good. That's good. Uh, Big day for the Roosters last week. Yeah, yeah. Unless three week, three games, three losses. Okay. All right. Uh, but uh, but today you engage with the grand final as much as anyone, right? Just... Oh, best day of the year for NRL fans. Okay. Absolutely it is. Uh, we've got lots to get through, of course. We look forward to doing that. As I said, we want you to be a part of it as well. Um, as it starts off, you've been there, done that, mate. Can you take us through the week that the Panthers and the Broncos have been through? And to be fair, the Panthers know it inside out, but it's all brand new for the Broncos. But in particular today, it feels like it's going to be the longest day ever as a player. Yeah, it, it really does. Um, I was in a, a really uni- unique position where I'd come from a losing team in, in Parramatta. We had a couple of rough years, but the team that I'd got to was similar to Penrith Panthers in that they'd won a couple of competitions. Um, they're a really successful team. So it was new for me uh, and, and maybe one or two other players in the team, but for the rest of the group, it was business as usual. So uh, it was hard to not, not only today, Jimmy, the entire week yeah. um, uh, was, was an experience in itself. Um, you know, the emotion of the prelim final, uh, getting that done. Then we watched, who was who were going to play the following day to see, you know, that it was going to be the Roosters and mo- you know most likely we, we knew it was going to be the Roosters and then, um, yeah, it's a bit. Of, it, to be fair, it's a bit of a blur. You sort of run out. Yeah. You, you run out uh, out of the tunnel and, um, you know, you're trying to focus as much as you can, but I, the the playing group that I that I was with had already won a couple and it was it was a really loose changing room always. Yes. Um. You know they. Like I said, going back to Parramatta was very tense because we weren't winning as many games. Every time we were in the changing rooms with the Manly team, it was very loose. Everyone was carefree. You know, we're, people, you know, Brett Stewart in particular would always scream something out down the tunnel. Yes. That was uh, unique to maybe the week or, you know, whatever was trending for the team at the time. <laughs> so he used to just, you know, scream out grouse or something, grouse, like, you know, whatever. Like something that just 
and then you just drop the shoulders and go, all right, this is just, an, it felt like another week, but yeah. it wasn't. And, uh, you know, unfortunately we fell short, but um, it, it was a very cool experience. So the waiting is the thing. Now, Missile, you would have done a whole heap of waiting in your time, but but mm. you, did you used to have events uh, like heats and then semifinals on the day and then finals at night? So on the final, that would be the following day. So you ah. go heat, semis one day, final the next. And I was just listening to Scope then. It was really interesting. Uh, so for my first world champs and first Olympics, there weren't many senior swimmers on the team. Right. Certainly none that were still in the prime of their careers. Yep. So that there was no calming influence mm. on the group. And I was just listening to what Scope said then about, you know, having some of those older players who've been there and done it before and it just eases the tension. Yeah. Uh, there was no older swimmers on that team when, when I first came in. And so it was really tense and everyone was sort of awkward around me and tiptoeing around me because they're like, oh, 100 freestyle coming up. Yes. And it kind of amplified it. Yep. Um, and then later in my career, say – Last meet I ever did, which was a Gold Coast Commonwealth Games in 2018. Yep. By that time, I'm 27, been there, done everything. Got the heats that day. The, the next day, the finals are coming up for our relays, and a couple of the boys are a bit nervous. Mate, relax. We got this. Like, And you, you can kind of ease yeah. their tension and go, it's cool. Like, Let's go to the food hall and you know muck up a bit and just chill out. But you wish you had that older person when, when I was a younger swimmer. And when Scope was saying about the change room then, the feeling, the feeling in the change room, I was watching the AFL Grand Final yesterday, and they pan to the Collingwood dressing room, and they're all pissing themselves laughing. Mm, wow. I don't know. What, I don't know what had happened. Yeah, they're all sitting there, and the coach is giving them the pregame speech. They're all sitting in like a little auditorium, and they're pissing themselves, all of them, wow. laughing. Wow. And then they pan to Brisbane. They were very serious. Um, but when I saw that, and I was like, they are relaxed. Yeah, I noticed yeah. that as well, Miss. I think the coach was pointing to something on the screen. Yeah, I don't I'm know if he sure. had like a TV monitor behind him because obviously the cameras are shooting yeah, down just behind yeah. where the where the coach is, and he seems to be pointing. And the entire group was laughing, like, like hysterically. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love to, yeah, I'd love to know what was on that screen and or that what they were pointing at. Must have been at. what just after Kiss played. Yes, so they're almost about to run out. Yeah. And they're pissing themselves. So you get that. That's a really interesting point. And you're listening through SENQ six ninety three AM in Brizzy SEN. 16.20 a.m. on the Gold Coast, SCN 11.70 a.m. in Sydney, SCN app anywhere, anytime. And so as a result of that, we've got a very uh, diverse audience today. We've, we know we've got lots of Broncos fans that are listening. We know the same for Panthers. We know there's people listening that are a little bit neutral today, but you might want to tell us who you're going for. Uh, and, and back to that point that you were making, both you boys, and that is the beauty of team sport like, and the beauty mm. of playing a sport where you can look to each other to fill each other. So, you know, when I was a young player and there was Craig Salvatore or there was Brad Fittler, even though it was the same age, it was Freddie, you're like, ah, just relax a, a little bit. Whereas if they're not there then, and, and, and you know, it's a younger team or it's an inexperienced team. And so you look at those teams today, Penrith, no problem. Been there, done that, 32 grand finals throughout the whole squad. Brisbane, they're going to look to Reynolds. They're going to look to Capewell. All these older heads, leaders within the team, even your Payne Haas, who's played multiple origins. You know, this is this is brand new because this means, in a very different way, so much to each player scope. Yeah, we were lucky enough. We uh, did the moles yesterday. Missile was unfortunately away at the gym. We were blessed to have Steve Walters uh, and uh, Bradley Clyde come in and talk about. And Steve Boxy brought up a good point. Um, he said the experience, obviously favours heavily towards the Penrith Panthers. Yes. But one thing you got to remember is 
about five or six of these guys now have been a part of a successful Queensland origin team two years in a row against pretty much the majority or five to six Penrith Panthers players. So you've got, you got five to six Queensland players like Reese Walsh, Cobbo, Flegler, Carrigan. Um, yeah. There's probably a couple. There's probably one or two more I'm missing, but still, that's that's yep. a lot of names on top of Capewell. Sorry, Capewell's one more with yes. grand final experience, yes. and then obviously Reynolds. So you got five or six there, and then on the other side, on the flip side of that, the the main players that they were successful against, in particular Reese Walsh, who seemed to get under the skin mm. of Jerome Luai in big moments of Origin, um, in some way can sort of just start to tilt that. No way near, nowhere near in favour in, in this sort of game because they haven't played in the grand final yet. But it just sort of tilts it a little bit further, closer towards Penrith Panthers. We will have a full NRL, NRLW grand final preview. We'll have a look at who we think. Who do you think, uh, listener, is going to be the next New South Wales Blues coach? So who do you think is going to be the coach? Who do you think should be the coach? That might be a different answer for you as well. We'll talk more about grand final week. The other one we thought we'd do, great grand final moment, favourite grand final moment. So they don't have to be moments from a grand final. They can be, but they might be moments for you personally for a grand final. I'll, mine, 2003, Roosters v. the Panthers. I'm sitting in the stands and my dad's just undergone his third bout of chemotherapy. He dies within the next 18 months. And I'm sitting there and we sat next to each other uh, for the 2003 grand final watching that game, hoping for a Roosters win, didn't get it, still waiting for them to win that game anyway. Uh, But that was one of the moments where I just remember being there with my late father. So that, for me, is a great grand final moment. I don't know if you boys have any others. Yeah, so mine would be 2004. Um, Went to that game with my dad. Yep. Um, Very tense grand final as a Bulldogs fan and that final tackle by Andrew Ryan Mm. um, on Michael Crocker. Just, just, he drops the ball, seals the game. Yeah. How old were you? 2004, we're 12. 12, right. Yeah. So that's intense. Your yeah. love of the Bulldogs is intense. And, and it was one of those grand finals because I've been to almost all the grand finals, at least as an adult. Yep. And they always seem to be out of out of town teams or maybe like a bit more corporate, the crowd or, or whatever yes. the makeup is. Yes. That was a really tribal grand final. I remember they split the, the, the supporter bases in half. Yep. We were in, at the end and it was all Bulldogs, very intense Bulldogs, flares, flags, you yes. name it. And the <laughs> other end was all Roosters. Uh, in more recent times, I don't know if it's because it's interstate teams, but you seem to see maybe less jerseys, less flags a little. Um, but, yeah, it was, a, it was a really high-pressure grand final and a uh, very exciting one. Yep, uh, similar to you, you guys. So my first um, experience, I guess, with my dad um, as a fan because he was still playing at the time. So 1994, I was oh, eight wow. years old. Wow. He took me to – so I couldn't, yeah, go out, out and out and say it, but as a kid, I loved the Raiders team. So, again, yesterday, <laughs> that Steve Walters and Bradley Clyde moment was, <laughs> oh, yeah. as, good as, it, as good as it got for me, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so dad was playing for Parramatta. They weren't as successful during that sure. period. So he took me to the 94 grand final. Um, Yeah, and and that's when Laurie Daly sort of got tripped and stumbled and crawled his way to the the trial line. Scotty Wilson. Who was it against? Canterbury Bulldogs, mate. 94. 94. 94. Marty Bella dropped it off the kickoff. Yes. Um, So I was eight years old. And then even like away from the grand final, Dad bought me a Canberra Raiders premiership winning shirt. They had that all printed just in case. Yeah, yeah. 
and I had that, and that was one of my favourite shirts from eight, nine, ten years old, all the way through until it didn't fit anymore. Favourite player in that Raiders team? Bradley Clyde. Bradley Clyde. Yeah, Bradley I'd love because Dad played lock, right? Yes. So, like, that was sort of my favourite position. Obviously, <laughs> Dad's my favourite player. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We could dig deeper here. <laughs> but, but they were struggling. So, Bradley, a mix between Bradley Clyde and um, – and Laurie Daly, obviously. And then I love Brett Mullins, the chip and chase that year. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, when he did the double chip and chase. Um, yes. You know, watching those teams in origin. So, yeah. Just on you said you got that shirt after the game. How many shirts and hats and paraphernalia do you think they get printed with each respective side's, you know, Premier's logo on it? Yeah, I was watching, it's a very good question. I was watching Collingwood roll them out instantly after yeah. the game yesterday. Yeah. Shirts, hats. I'm thinking there's got to be at least... I'm going to say at least 10,000 shirts of the opposition team. Yep. And you never see them pop up in Australia, so they must send them international. Yeah, I wonder where. That's landfill, really. Yeah. You reckon? Is it, oh, what yeah, else? Yeah, what are you? Yeah. Maybe Red Cross. Hopefully. Maybe yeah, Red hopefully. Cross in Africa yeah. or yeah. I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of paramedic out there then. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry to do that. Uh, but, yeah, you'd imagine. Um, I, I, and as soon as that win happens, the CEO or whoever says print, Times four, yeah. Like yeah. whatever, whatever you've ordered, times four, yeah. And you want to get them ASAP. It's a good question around the economics of that, because uh, winning a grand final, they say, oh, you only get four hundred thousand dollars to win a grand final. No, you don't. You get millions and millions of dollars mm-hmm. around merchandise, uh, sponsorship, uh, memberships for the next year. Yeah, I've been involved with merchandise over the last couple of years with away from radio stuff. And now I, I could imagine now um, it'd be quick, pretty quick to get it done. But to have it at the stadium would be a lot different. But you're right. Yeah. Back in the day, they probably would have had to um, yeah, pre-plan. Then. Pre-plan. Yeah. But now, I think now nowadays you could get them up within. I don't know some of the some of the um, few days. Few of the, the companies. Printers. I don't know, man. Some of the printers could probably smash them out same that day. Night. Same day at yeah. night. Get them out and now and that get them I've out gone twenty years without seeing a Bulldogs grand final win again. Ooh. What if if they won? I would buy. Everything, Would shirt, you? jumper, hat, whatever there is, yeah, I'm right. buying all of it, right? Yeah, everything, because yeah. I know it'll probably be vintage by the time they win another one. Yeah, yeah. So it'll age. <laughs> yeah, you, you know they'll then win five in a row. But anyway, <laughs> that's all right. Jack Gibson has a great line about when he uh, won the premiership, and that's what this Penrith side is looking to do, right? They're going to be the first side to do it in the salary cap era, but the first side to do it for 40 years, 81. 82, 83, the Parramatta Reels. You think they'd have merch ready to go with like three Pete, three in a row? Totally. Yeah, yeah. all that. Yep. Um, Jack Gibson said they got a blazer, a a fully embroidered blazer when they won in 81. In 82, they added a a pocket to it. And in 83, when they won it, they offered to get them dry cleaned. (laughs) (laughs) For the Parramatta Reels back in the day. 1-300-01-11. So actually, while we're at it, what about great favourite grand final moments on field? Ooh. Um, you might have uh, Andrew Ryan yeah, ankle tap on, on Mick. Yeah, Mick, well, in yeah. that same Crocker. game, the Hazemar Mazzi try that could took forever. <laughs> yeah, took forever. Yeah, could when have he's held, de- held. <laughs> well, that was a big <laughs> moment in that game, though. Massive. Um, the one that's probably uh, got a nostalgic feeling for me again. I think is it the ninety nine two thousand when St George Illawarra St George against 99, Melbourne, Melbourne. ninety nine and the. And the um, coat hanger for yeah. the try. Oh, yeah. Craig Smith. Craig Smith. Yeah, that that's one that like really stands out for me. I remember just watching that as a kid going, wow, this is crazy. This is yeah, like a huge moment. What's going to happen? Uh, they were down on, he was down on the ground for a while. Yeah. We didn't get a decision. The suspense felt like it went on for half an hour. It was probably a couple of minutes, but 
I remember at the time as a kid, I was going, oh, this is all time. Pick of the board, who kicked the goal from in front? Noddy. Matt Yeah, Matty Guy. Matty Guy playing 5'8". Yep. Yep. In that he? game. Oh, yeah. no, Scott Hill. Or Scott Scotty Hill, Hill injured. Oh, wow. Scotty Hill injured. Yep. And I think Robbie Kearns was injured for that game too. Yep. So, yeah, that that's painful when you look back. For me, Andrew John's down a short side. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And goes ball back on the inside. They hadn't beaten Manly in 12 goes. And they did it in the grand final on that play. And that was Joey playing when there was talk leading into the game out how he could die with a the punctured lung and the broken mm. rib and all of that sort of stuff. It was coming from the manly doctor, but you know, <laughs> it's, it's true. But that that play, when there they were looking to go for the field goal, he went, nah, I'm going down the Do short Do you think side. that would be – that'd be the highest pole, I think. And, no, and not even – like, because across the board, it's neutral fans if you – Yeah. I well, think it may have saved the ARL. It, oh. it, it was incredible, the impact that had at that time yeah. with the Super League war as well. one three hundred. Oh one eleven seventy. Let's go to the open line. John is on the line at Bronte. G'day, Johnny. Yeah, g'day, Jimmy. How are you? Really well, thanks, mate. Uh, my favourite, my favourite grand final that mm. I remember. Well, my first grand final that I really remember was seventy five when Langlands wore the white boots. Yes, I was out there with my grand. I was out there with my grandfather, and it was pretty close at half time. Then the Roosters just dismissed, uh, just uh, uh, melted St George in the second half. But um, my favourite bit was um, they they uh, threw frozen Steggles chickens into the crowd and my grandfather grabbed one of them. So, um, <laughs> yeah. As like a, I, as a I prize still, or? Yeah. Shot him out of a cannon yeah. or just <laughs> overarmed him? No, just <laughs> like overarm that. Overrun. I'll tell you, the other, the other two grand finals was 89. I was there with my father, who's now departed, and that was unbelievable. Wow. Um, I think that's my favourite grand final, 89. And you could just see Balmain just disintegrating in that second half, later in the second half. Yep. But my favourite moment is when the Pearl ran the length. Mm. Um, the quick shift by Kevy. I think it was that 92 when the Broncos scored that one. Spot on. Yeah, yep. and that was just phenomenal with Rick. As soon as he got the ball, I was sta- I was sitting next to my late cousin, Jimmy, that you know, and I said to him, he'll score. I said, he'll score, and it just – I thought Wolford may have got him, but uh, I, I just think that was a phenomenal effort by the Pearl to get there. Outstanding, incredible. Got a harbour cruise that I'm doing today, uh, all-star cast, Brian Fletcher, Ben Elias, Kerrod Walters, and the great Steve Reynolds. So, oh, what a game. Yeah, that, that is a, a – Fantastic lineup from too. here out to from Bush. here, yeah, King Street. Well, I'm leaving nice. early. I don't. Know, you two work it out who hosts. I'm out of here, man. <laughs> Scope's out of here too. I'm flying solo. What time are you out of here? Three o'clock. Three o'clock. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know mate, mate, the missile. That's Stitch your favourite. <laughs> that's your favourite show to work on, isn't it? Oh man. Uh, here we go. Let's go to Jace out there at North Parramatta. What do you got for us, Jace? G'day, Jimmy Scope and Missile. Uh, Boys, happy uh, grand final day. Yeah. My favourite day of the year. Um, my memory, uh, best memory, I was lucky enough to be out uh, at the grand final 2013. Sorry, Missile. Um, but George Burgess's try, I was sitting on the 22-metre line. It was such a tense encounter, that one. Like, I think it gets a bit overlooked because of, um, because of Sam... Sam uh, Burgess's heroics. Yes. But George Burgess's try was enormous. It was just incredible. And you forget that that was Appy 
at dummy half. Yes. He, he gave him that extra bit of space, and the rest is history. Uh, it's a great nomination, Jase. So disappoint. That was a grand final put on for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Yeah, I know. They that, played. They <laughs> rang the bell at the start, did, and did. and <laughs> I was sitting there with my dad, going, "What is happening?" And I reckon it was yeah. three to one South fans in yes. the crowd. Yes. I don't know if they got access to tickets or what happened. The whole time I was sitting there, I kept saying to Dad, this is just a celebration of South Sydney. What of course is it is. happening? Yeah. That game was put on for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. It felt like that. George, oh, I was out there working at it. Yeah, George was very unlucky not to win, Clive. I think just because of the injury, probably Sam got it yep. because of the heroics. Yeah. Um, Jace I just got right. Tommy to get his stats up here for this yep. game, George Burgess. Yeah, so George Burgess, 213 run metres from 18 runs, 72 post-contact. He obviously had a try, a line break, four tackle breaks, and 29 tackles in about... Um, 54 minutes compared to Sam compared to Sam so Sam played all 80 of course he had um, 218 run meters at 22 runs between the two of them they just dominated Um, 64 post contact two tackle breaks um, also made 39 tackles for one miss so there's not much in it yeah Yeah, there's there's not much in it but both of them that's single handedly those two so that is I think the Bulldogs led 8-6 at one point or was it 6-8 I haven't watched that game back yeah for obvious reasons, but in my head, it was a really tight game it until was. about 20 minutes ago, and then they blew us out, which what? was kind of disappointing for the memory of the game. Sure. It was. So it was about 6 all, and then George Burgess scores that try in the 55th minute, and then Avaa, Reynolds, and Inglis all score three tries in the last eight minutes. I'll, yep. tell, I'll tell you what, out. with that grand final, if you think about it, right, like a lot of people say George was unlucky not to win Clive. If Sam goes off early in that game, they don't win, but then if George doesn't score that try, obviously they go on a run and they don't win that game. So yeah, both yeah. guys were equally as important. Yeah. And it stays in the family regardless, right? So we might be being a little bit harsh <laughs> on, on Semi on that one. Just on that, the only non-Australian to win the Clive Churchill well, medal, really? Sam Burgess. Just quickly, you said before Martin Bella dropped a kickoff, uh, dropped a kickoff in a grand final. I've just had uh, the start of the Q Cup versus New South Wales Cup. Drop yep. the kickoff. Yep. Oh, who South dropped it? South Sydney Rabbitohs. Yep. Uh, nil all minute into that game. We'll keep you updated. 36 degrees at a core stadium. I oh, uh, haven't heard whether there's going to be a 20-minute drinks break. We know that they're taking all sorts of precautions associated with to, that. For sure. Lots of callers uh, sending in there. Uh, get us on the text line as well. 0457 736 736. Keep the calls coming too on this grand final day. one 300 one Stick around. We'll reveal the Rugby League Players Association champions for the NRL and for the NRLW and a unique betting option that has been identified by James Magnuson. Stick around.